Hi, Hi, it's Dr. Dr. Lovejoy. Lovejoy. You're, You're now, now listening, listening to Fresh, Fresh is the Word, Word podcast, podcast with Kay Fresh. Fresh is the Word. I'm your host, Kelly K. Fresh Frazier, and like always, we have the freshest guests for you. And for this episode, we do have a fresh guest for you, someone who got really fresh with me, someone who is awesome and fresh. She is a femdom sex therapist, an erotic audio artist, and she used to be heard on Sirius XM. And she is awesome, and this episode was dope. And her name is Dr. Lovejoy. And I loved uh, doing this episode. Uh, you can tell during uh, um, recording this that there's oftentimes when I was awfully smitten with her. And uh, we, go, we dig deep into uh, sex therapy and being a, a femdom and like erotic audio, like ASMR. I, I tried one of her ASMR and it gave me one of the, like, the greatest like, body thrills I've had in a long time. Yo, it's, oh, man. This was, yo, she was one of the best guests I've ever had on Fresh is the Word. You know, you, you mean, you got to listen to this. It's, it's super fun. Man, I'm, I'm speechless even like, like trying to describe this. But, you know, before we get into this episode with Dr. Lovejoy, uh, just a little update with me. I am definitely really cleaning my apartment now, and it's all in, in prep for my Twitch show about Detroit, Obscure Detroit Records. Like I had, I had this closet in my apartment that I just threw boxes in and it got very overwhelming and it's been taking me forever to clean it. But I, I got all the boxes out and then I'll be able to organize everything and, um, (laughs) it's spring cleaning. So we'll be able to get everything. I'll be able to get everything up and running done. Uh, and I have space to put all my clutter in there organized, but all my clutter, my, my apartment won't be clutter. And because of all of this, I've been able to turn my, my dining area almost into like my stage, my set, you know? And so I'm going to have a cool background for, um, for, uh, for the, for the Twitch show. So, uh, you know, go to uh, twitch.tv slash Kfresh Detroit to, uh, and give, give me a follow. And then also, uh, follow my, uh, my, my uh, other podcast, Renaissance Soul, on all streaming platforms. You can always get information at freshtothepodcast.com. Um, aside from that, oh, and uh, this is the best part of doing the cleaning. I found this box of old rap tapes that I've been looking for. I'm like, I was like, I, I didn't get rid of these specific ones, like Three Six Mafias, Mystic, Mystic Styles, uh, the Capone Noriega's, The War Report, which should always be. The best way of listening to it is on cassette tape. A bunch of old E-40 stuff. 8-Ball and MJG's Top of the World. Man, I just had this whole, whole pile. I'm like, yo, I did not get rid of these. And I and I found them, and I'm, like, super excited. And I found a bunch of, like, Murder Dog magazines. I'm going to be putting those up on uh, eBay real, real soon. Uh, if you if you want to purchase any of those, you know, of the magazines, you know, holler at me. You know, djkfresh at uh, gmail.com. I'm going to have some Playboys up there. I'm going to have some, I got a bunch of other magazines too that I'm going to be uh, 
putting up there. And I found I found my uh, my collection of old Real Detroit weeklies that I had like articles in or I did cover stories in, like my Eminem cover story, uh, a Ghostly International cover story. Uh, there's I think there's a few other ones, uh, but I was I was able I was I was happy that I found those also. So it's it's really cool to <laughs> to come up on some things you thought you lost. Uh, I, I'm gonna show those on the uh, Twitch show too, like just you know for people to get to know me a little bit more. So super psyched about that, and uh, that's about it, man. Let's uh, so let's start the show, man. Let's get let's let's talk to Doctor Lovejoy after a small word from our sponsor. Before we start this podcast, I want to definitely remind you of a sponsor for Fresh of the Word, Twenty by Twenty Apparel. Founded in 2015, 20 by 20 Apparel brings original tributes to pro wrestling's classic arenas, moments, and events. They look to spotlight the bloopers, bleeps, and body slams along with the biggest, smallest, strangest, and strongest. In the world of wrestling where there's hundreds of shirts, promotions, flyers, social media accounts, and ads, don't get lost in the sea of parody shirts and display fonts. They can provide professional graphic design services at a reasonable price. 20 by 20 also hand screen prints all the tees in-house. So if you'd like to discuss a possible run of tees, posters, koozies, foam fingers, or even Zubaz, then drop them a line at 20by20apparel.com. That's the number 20, X, the number 20, apparel.com. And also check out their enamel pin line. It's super cool. Welcome back to the Fresh of the Word podcast. I'm your host, Kelly K. Fresh Frazier, and like always, we have the freshest of guests for you, and we have a really fresh guest, and she is looking mad fresh right now as I look into look at her through Zoom. She's dressed really fresh. She is a erotic audio artist and a humiliation um, specialist, and she is she puts the V in the femdom. She is the femdom. Dr. Lovejoy, how you doing today? What up, Kelly? Thank you so much for having me. I mean, first of all, the name got me alone. When Anything that's going to get fresh, I want to get fresh on. But first, let me just see how fresh you are. Are you a sports fan? I know you're a wrestling fan. Right. Can you identify any of these? Those, yeah, that's the, yo, that's the Philly fanatic. Um, yeah, yeah. That's that, that, that scary ass uh philadelphia flyers uh yeah 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 like that who looks like he's on crack um and then um the i don't know who the other two i don't know who the other two are either like because uh this was a gift and i love it and uh yeah i don't know so are you from philly on the same page I'm not from philly but i go there often i love it it's you know the city of brotherly love it's have you been I've never been to Philly. Um, I got I got a friend. You're so close. Yeah, You're and, close. Like I got a friend who um who lives in Philly now. She works at a uh, she's a senior publicist for a um for a metal uh, heavy metal record label, uh, Season of Mist. So uh, and I, I think I know a couple other people out there. Oh it's yeah, very, I know an, another. Cool I know like a legendary like hip hop funk soul DJ out there. Um, like he's super cool too. Um, and um. Yeah, I know a few people out there now, so like I could always go. You know, Detroit and Philly have always had a long connection. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what I noticed about your site, by the way, is uh, you're so music oriented, uh, a lot of jazz, hip hop, all those things fresh. Yeah. What intrigued you to come to me? What did you see, Kelly? What was it, Kelly Frazier? Uh, that's a good question. Um, I feel like I am completely different for your show. So what intrigued you? Well, if you kind of go go back a little bit into the archives of Fresh of the Word, um, over the past year or so, I've been kind of, um, you know, branching out a little bit towards things that I, um, you know, other other things that I want to learn about. So yeah, I heard uh, you talk about Larry Flint. So. Yeah, and um, there's a lot of it had to do with like, you know, trying, you know, discovering myself, you know, when I was for a long time, I was going through a lot of things in regards to trying to figure out my identity um, sexually and with my, uh, you know, my gender identity and everything. Um, so it, actually, a lot of times it was like, it was like sex workers, sex education people. Um, and there's other type, there's other people too, like, um, you know, the comic book community also, uh, that it's like so kind of different, like, there was all these different things right? that was like help that really helped me talking to people about, you know, because like a, a little more than a year ago, you know, I came out as queer, but like, it's, I found out what the spectrum of that was, you know, and I'm the type of like queer where I'm like, I still mostly, you know, like women, you know, I'm attracted to women. Um, but, uh, you know, and then for, I think, I think everything that, I think what I was looking for most of the time, uh, throughout my life was more like the gender identity because I never really, I never really felt like I fit into like what your regular, like man sort of thinks and feels. Or what they put out there. I mean, that's what they put. Yeah. What, what the, the, what the society decided. Yeah. And I felt like, you know being like non-binary fit well because like there's a lot of things that I feel from a you know a women's perspective that I really relate to and stuff like that so I I, I don't I don't want to be you know I I'm not like you know but it was like that's how I got towards like you know seeing people like you you know because I, I I've you know I heard you on uh, two girls one mic and I've I've had both uh Yvette and um and uh, why am I blanking on her other name? Um, Alice. I've had them both uh, separately on the podcast. And it was like, I, I learned a lot on their podcast when they have people like you on there who, who have an education towards, you know, sex and other things like that. And I, I just, I just found all these like different, um, I found my way through a lot of that stuff, you know, cause in like, Earlier, when I said the comic book community, oh, cool. I found a lot of people, creators and whatnot in the comic book community who were like queer in their own ways. Like, so that's where I learned like, oh, this is a spectrum. I can still be, I can still just look like this, you know, but be something, you know, that isn't like the social norm, you know? You can be whatever you want. But specifically for you, I heard the episode and I was like, yo, she is so fun. You know, I instantly had like a friend crush on you. Like, oh, I, I got to meet her. I, I hope we can be so friends. I, I, you know, I want her to be on the podcast. And it was like, like the one thing was, is like your voice. 
like you're I can see why you do what you do because like your voice talking about sexual things like like turn me on I was just like was it the part where I was talking about the guy who like the plunger on his ass not necessarily that part but you know there's other parts. just whatever telling guys that uh is it weird to you like the have you ever been turned on from a woman telling guys that they're oh, like look as you see you follow my feed uh, a lot of the guys who are into me and my uh, therapy is making fun of the fact that like they like cock they're maybe they're married but they like a dick in their mouth and that I'm like you know my, you know you, one of my th last ones for Valentine's Day was you know what you don't want chocolates or clothing you want a dick and you Th those are my top things. So there's a bazillions right. of you because there's a million of me out there. So yeah, and I think, and I think, I, like we normalize it, right? And I think with you, it was just like even like even the way you say the word <laughs> cock, cock, it might not it might not trigger like like oh, me no, wanting cock, it or it might trigger like a sense of like okay. I can imagine your lips around my dick now. <laughs> you know, except you know what, Kelly. I can more imagine you being on your hands and knees for me with those pretty little lips of yours Ooh. on a nice, see? big sack for me. Oh, see. Oh, man. What? Here. Ooh. See Are me? you twitching? I'm, man, I'm, yo. Are you hot? Are you suddenly, feel Are you? because you look like you're turning red. Oh, well, the red light just come on. Yeah. I, I have, I have lights Oh, metaphor right. there. Was that, I mean, seriously, that was the cue. That, but. No, no such thing as coincidences. My, yeah, my light. Yeah. I even, yeah. you know, because, you know, when, when I, when I ask people to come on the show, I like to support them in, you know, whatever way I can. And what I did was I actually did purchase a couple of your audios. You did without telling me it was you. Yeah. I, I, you know, I did, uh, I, I did, like that. I did purchase one of them. And, Which one are you do you not want to say? Oh, I will tell you because we are because I definitely want to talk about this. Okay, I, perfect. I, I purchased the Sleep Deep Masturbation Whisper. Mm, the ASMR. Yes. And, Which was a quick explain on that is yeah. the entire audio is done in a whisper sound. And that is a... Uh, automatic what is sensory i'm blanking right now but right it's designed to give your entire body the tingles and the entire thing is done and i and i will tell you i tried it the other night when i was going to sleep and my body did get tingles it was it was probably some of the best arousal that I've gotten in a long time. And it, and now, now it was something like, especially during this pandemic, I'm like, I'm having trouble finding new ways to like, to get aroused, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So you get kind of bored doing the same things, you know? Um, you know, especially when you're living alone and you're like, uh, <laughs> but did it feel like I was like talking right to you? Like I was just, oh, yeah. it was so good. I was there, like in there with you in your bed, like, like just whispering while we, everybody have to be quiet at night. It was like, 
just the whole body feeling like <laughs> I didn't even I didn't maybe I'll do this like next time, but I didn't even need to jerk mm -hmm. off because Mike my, my my whole body was just like had that feeling, you know, and I was just like, whoa, that's a, and it, and it made me think about something because I and I was like and I was I was having a quick conversation with one of my best friends um, about it. You know, she's a girl, too. So like I was talking with her about it and I was like, I think like I'm a very like audio person, you know, especially because, you know, I've been having headphones in my ear since I was like six years old for a majority of my life, you know, so I get off on like the audio of like the oral pleasure. That's why you're a music lover because it moves you. Yeah, it moves. You yeah. Feel it. So like some people just listen to music. You feel it and listen. So like listen to listening to your, uh, you know, whisper in my ear, like gets me off more than if you were actually or if like you were actually here, like giving me a blowjob or something, but I don't yeah, know, maybe so sensual. No, that it's, it's just a higher level of sensuality that just shows that just goes to show you not everybody needs the full, a full experience. Yeah. You can touch somebody very deeply with words, the way they're delivered, the pattern, the, you know, you're into beats, you understand beats. Yeah. Obviously you hear, I speak with, when I do these things, I speak with a specific flow that I know works. Yeah. And I don't do them in my normal, in this kind of voice at all. They're done in a very different and deliberate way because it's a form of music. It's spoken word basically. Right. Or I'm, and I'm just speaking to somebody who's a music nut. To me, it's, it's, yeah, it's erotic spoken word basically. Okay. Yeah. I, I didn't even like think about it that way. Cause like, that's what I know, I, I've never really thought of it that way either, but now that we're talking right. about it. And that's what, that's what I wanted to talk to you sense. about was like the art of that all, you know, because it's just like, like, this is like, I didn't, I didn't really fully form that. Like that was something that, that was like, I guess a part of me, or I don't know if you call it a kink or not or whatever, but it was just that like a I new discovery. Yeah. I discovered like, like, that's erotic audio is what it's called yeah erotic audio just like 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 i get like like i you know even if i'm watching a movie or anything if i hear like a real sounding like like you know the uh, oh like ohms o's from a woman and everything i'm like oh all right like but at the same time i can tell when it's, it's like you're an oral person and that's yeah. oral with an au <laughs> well oral like yeah with the a yeah, oral oral but yeah. no, like, but no, I was like, I was like, that was great discovery. And, and like, that's the reason why I would like have people like you on this podcast and everything. Cause y'all, you're somebody that like kind of broke a new discovery in me, you know, just like, so I'm like, yo, I got, plus you're super fun and funny and everything. And I was like, yo, I got it. Yo, I have a friend crush on her. And I was like, I got to talk to her. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. And obviously, as you saw my other weird kind of twist on things is the humiliation aspect of outside of that one that you got I mostly specialize in men who want me to make their addictions deeper whatever I'm your twisted therapist fantasy right I bought another one too but I haven't um listened to it yet it's like the you're obsessed one. Oh, which one obsessed with what 
uh, 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 what do I have you obsessed with? <laughs> Wait, let me see here. Uh, you're obsessed with Dr. Lovejoy's humil uh, humiliation therapy. Oh uh, yeah, and 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 the uh, it's <laughs> and I'm pretty hardcore too. Like, uh, I save it all for in the audience. I lay it on nice. Yeah, yeah. But you know, that's it's it's what it's what turns men on and it's great to me because the, the guys that do like to be jerk off that are quote unquote losers they're really not losers in real life but that's what they like to jerk to right and it's and people and these are like normal feelings that people have Completely natural normal so and for and it's something that just gets like shunned and there's a yeah but it's kind of becoming more popular I yeah feel and that's like. what i it's... like about people like you is you're like you're really like just making it normal mainstream, mainstream. yeah because it, it is normal, normal to like and i'm don't look like the cliche of like black leather with a whip uh, it you know uh, busting the myth of what what it, it even looks like to be a femdom or to you know be whatever the fuck you want right you know, there's like you a want... show on netflix called bonded that's got that yeah and sometimes you too. want like you know someone who looks normal to have that well, to normals to anybody but you know street clothes street and whatever clothes, yeah, and be like and, and not 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 you know go totally yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Bondage, but, you leather, know, i love, love busting that myth and i think it's hot and i love making men my bitches <laughs> when it comes to when it, when it comes to having you know this humiliation therapy using this um the erotic audio what 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 sort of, you know, therapeutic needs does this like really help in the people that come to you? You know, it's a, well, it's a release that's not your garden variety release. I think that, uh, well, first of all, you know, imagine we're in some trying times right now and it's an easy way to privately do whatever you've got to do and just listen to it in your headphones. You don't have to go anywhere, but um, it's just like anything else. It's just a different form of release. Look, some guys jerk off to big titty porn, some whatever porn, ass porn. That's just what the average person knows. But, you know, then there's a whole world of people who just want to jerk off and they're released, their tension relief is just being told they're a loser. <laughs> Usually now, as I talk about in every fucking interview and whatever for a million, I'll always say it. And most femdoms will say it. Our biggest and best clients, the biggest money whales, whatever out there that enjoy being told they're pieces of shit and they're loser nothings are wildly successful. Right. Because you have to have money to do this. Because when we're doing this, and telling guys they're losers, they're paying. It's not like it's just for funsies and free. So yeah, it's and oh, sorry. So anyway, it's a release because it's 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 just a different form of release. And a lot of guys, there's a whole thing getting off on paying for it, being able to talk about whatever is inside of you to somebody that's going to keep it safe and whatever. Right. There's a whole recipe involved. So yeah, it's just like anything else. I'm helping in whatever way that accommodates them, that works for them. If all of this- It's no different than anything else, right? right? Right. If all of this, you know, would be more 
you know, accepted, you know, widespread mainstream or whatnot. Do you think any of this could, you know, help out with like the deviant behavior that's out there? Oh, well, look, I already think it well, I don't think it's ever going to be totally normy. Like, I can't imagine, you know, vanilla Karen being like, oh, you know, my husband just likes to wear panties every now and then. No big deal. <laughs> I don't see that happening anytime soon. But look, there are many people. I mean, the people like think of all the people that go to see in in person sessions that need the physical like bondage and right. The things that, you know, I can't like that, that there's there's a whole nother release there that I think all of anything that anybody does, we do, it could be anybody, it could be a, a gym teacher. Right. Yeah, maybe it saves somebody from stops somebody from doing something fucked up. Or maybe somebody fuck does something fucked up, they call us and they tell us like, I'm a stupid, dumb pervert. And then they have us to reassure them I'm like, you're a piece of shit. Don't fucking ever have those thoughts again, you dirtbag. I'm I'm sure all of us in the, every sex worker is a fucking godsend, okay? <laughs> we have saved marriages and relationships like nobody's fucking business. Sex workers are fucking angels. Right. And, and, and all sex workers are a therapist, to be totally right, right. honest. But so, even, even, even would the world like... be a better place? Fuck yeah, it would. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Of course it would. But that's just not going to happen. If we, if, if weed was legal, the world would be a better place. I mean, right. if people got along, the world be, would be a better, better place. It's just look where we are today. It's fucking 2021 and shit's whack ass. But like, even, even with worse stuff, like, I don't know how you would actually do it, but like, you know, how do you feel like this would help with, you know, the rape culture or even pedophilia and stuff like that. Oh, you know, there's gotta be a good, there's a handful of, well, first of all, I don't do those kinds of calls, but right. there are a bazillion people out there who do engage in, it's called age play or whatever. I don't, or taboo, 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 taboo. I don't engage in those, not my deal, but I would assume that maybe talking those urges out, maybe stop somebody from doing it, but not my bag. Right. Is, but, but, like, I'm sh but I would be guaranteed that it has, excuse me, stopped somebody. But more if like, if there was like a, more of a wide range acceptance, there could be like a, a regulated. Oh yeah. I can't of... even imagine that. Cause I just don't like, nah, because... look who we fucking are. Sex workers can't even get, stay on a website without their shit getting closed down for showing a butt crack. But right. No, you know, like Kim yeah, Kardashian when it comes to anything sex workers that look like a butt crack. Yeah. yeah everything, every, anytime, mm -hmm. like when it comes to any sex work or sex education, most platforms just want to be like, eh, I don't really want to deal with it. So we're just going to just get rid of it all. Yeah, that's why I'm like, I can't even picture that world. Right. I know. Yeah, but, but, like, but we're saviors. We all would come in with our angel wings and save the day. <laughs> be like, we have the answers. <laughs> Think about too, like if couples who were having problems just sent their wife or husband to a, you know, somebody and could just take care of their needs or just whatever the case, wouldn't it be grand? Yeah. And see, that's why I found a lot of answers for myself within like the sex industry and sex workers and sex education, because they were forced to do a lot of things just by all those uh, sort of roadblocks that they always had to find way, like new ways of doing stuff. So they brought that into their work also 
So you guys are very like, you're not bashful about it, any of it when it comes to like just educating and stuff like that. And I was able to find really like great answers to about things, you know, and like you can, what was the big conundrum to you? What, what were you most confused about for yourself? Um, I think it was for a long time. It was just like, am I gay or not? And I was like, but no, I, I like women a lot, you know? I like I, I like boobs, you know. But who do you who would you marry? Do you want to who do you who do you want to fall in love with? I want to fall in love with you. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> hey. Call me mommy first. Ooh, mommy. Yeah, it's mommy. Hey, mommy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at you right now. Ooh. Ay ay ay. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Detroit Rock City over there. <laughs> yeah. Literally Detroit Rock City. Rock City, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> but uh to answer your question, um Mama giving you eight mile. No, sorry. <laughs> 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 oh I grew up right I grew up off eight mile too, so Really? Yeah. I bet you huge Eminem fan. Yeah, I'm an Eminem fan. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. You you have to be. You're like kind of obligated. Yeah, but I was You're listening obligated. to him before he uh, blew up. So that's that's good. I'm down with that. You you mean all Marshall? Was he Marshall Mathers then? Yeah. Well, he's he's Eminem, but like okay, okay. but like I listened to his like like local independent stuff like before he got signed. You know? I think that's actually really fucking cool. So right. I have nothing to shit talk, and I love him. So I can't. I think he's amazing. So right. Yeah. Wait. So wait. So you were asking who should who do I want to find? Okay fall in love with like yeah yeah with you okay in the at the end of the day who do you want to who at the end of the day who do you want to be locked in that house with in the cold and sit in front of a fire and watch movies with and sleep with um wait are, are we talking just like in what way? A per yeah, person. Is it? Is it some? Um, was it? Has it been a man or a woman? Who? It'd probably be a woman. You know, it'll be a, it'll be a woman. I, like, I'm I might have like attraction to men in, in some way. So did, did, does that make you gay though? Are you sure you're not just don't want to experiment? Oh, I've like, experimented before. Oh, you have. Okay. Yeah, it just I don't like see my I I like women more, you know? and I okay. think I think it was more of like. It wasn't the sexuality part that maybe, I, yeah. even though it's it's there, it was more of like, I guess like the gender identity part that was like, I think I eventually came around to what I was searching for. Whereas like, I, I, you know, I would like that, I'd like to be next to a woman and everything like that. But at the same time is like, I kind of think like a woman sometimes too, you know? Maybe you just haven't met the right person. Oh, I, that's Maybe totally. It's, it's just, who knows what are, what that person right. is? Man, woman, trans, whatever. It's yeah. Whoever you have you been in love before? No. Okay. Well, there we there we go. I've I've never really been in a real serious relationship, you know, and um, I was in a really abusive relationship with this woman like years ago. Um, like I got out of it like six years ago. It went on for a few really? years and that really fucked me up after that. You know, I'm, I was just getting over wanting to date again just before the pandemic hit. <laughs> and then I was like, and then you got all... <laughs> I love, so I love that. Like this just finding us and like kind of coming upon sex workers made you 
feel okay to have all these feelings. Yeah, yeah, because 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 like I I respect sex workers in that way where I said earlier where they had so many obstacles that they had to innovate. Oh my god! They have to innovate always, you constantly. Know? So being that you know being around other types of people who bitch and complain about like like problems or obstacles in their way. I look at sex workers and they're like, they always have to innovate, you know? So like when they're bitching and complaining about something, it's probably something serious, you know, to bitch and complain about. It's kind of amazing. And how many people like disregard it? Right. It's like real shit when, when sex workers like ha have to actually complain about something because they're always innovating. You know, they always got to do something different to be able to, you know, keep their livelihood. And, um, People should listen to sex workers. They're always on the forefront. Yeah, yeah. So, and seriously. Always were, you know. Yeah. So that's what, like, that's what I was, like, really drawn to with um, with it all. And that's where I found a lot of just, like, good information about things, you know. Whether it's people doing your thing, if there's porn actresses, or just sex, um, like, educators, you know. Just people who, you know, studied up on a lot of things and are, you know. Isn't just it sex cool how we're in all different, like, there's all different kinds of us, like fetishes, not fetishes, porn, not porn, yeah. this, that, educators, not educators. Uh, the, the variety is over the top because I feel like people think it's very black and white. Like right. you're you're this or you're that. Like, oh my god! Like I, you know, who's I've got some since the pandemic and people aren't you know are at home i've had this huge influx of escorts that follow me they're like the coolest fucking women just see like these just what you're saying with the innovator these women are so brilliant and so smart or brilliant smart just innovative and creative and right because whenever something an obstacle comes um, so cool. Way. Yeah, you gotta yeah, find yeah, a new yeah. way. Figure it out. They figure it out. Yeah. Whereas, like, you see, like, you see these dumbasses, like, at a Capitol building, complaining because they can't get a haircut. You know, and <laughs> that's why women should just take control, Kelly. Women just should take control. Yeah, and that's what that's what I really was like drawn upon, like, with it all. I was like, man, like, like I, I learned so much about that, but it's, you know, and. But along with learning stuff, it was just a lot of things I kind of connected with too that women were saying that I necessarily don't hear other men saying. Like what? Oh man, like what? um, I don't know just off the, the top. Softness, just a, just a yeah, kind of like just kind of like a you know a softness with people, um, like that sort of nurturing sort of thing, um, um just the way women kind of like approach sex in relationships and, and everything like that was like, I kind of like, that sounds more interesting than like what dudes be like, oh, I'm just gonna go, oh, I'm gonna go fuck her, dude. Just gotta fuck her, dude. Yeah, you like seeing women take control and be alpha. Yeah, but at the same time, yeah, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, like have like, Open that. but like have like an idea, have like plans, have, you know, <sighs> open-mindedness about things you know um try to f try to figure out what like what works for both people you know it's like all that was very interesting to me i'm like that's that's cool you know like like what i grew up on it was just like 
hey, I'm, I'm just gonna get laid, you know, boom, 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 uh, get laid. Yeah. And then, and then I look back at all the stuff that like I heard when I was like a teenager, then like as an adult, and I'm like, yo, these people don't know shit, man. Oh lord, like that was awful advice. Oh. It's a whole new rodeo out there. Can you imagine even growing up now with the internet and like what you can get yourself, what what you can expose yourself to immediately as opposed to. Right, right. That's, that's a whole nother thing. That's crazy. Yeah. When I think about it, I'm like, dang, man, I wish I could just like of. Like, I wish I could have, like, told myself a long time ago to go to therapy, you know. That was another thing that really helped me out was, like, th about three years ago, I started going to therapy. And that helped me, like, really get a lot of stuff off, get, like, figure out who I am, like. Love that. Did you was, feel too macho before? Was that, like, the problem? Like, it was no, too masculine? or No, I didn't, I didn't think my problems were bad enough to. Really? To go to therapy, you know, and. Like I, I had a like really low self-worth. I was like very like, okay, everybody else's problems are worse than mine. Everybody's more important than me. Um, like I kind of put myself down in a lot of ways. And um, that's why I didn't grow in the ways that I, and um, plus like four years ago, I quit drinking also. And I couldn't believe the you. effects alcohol had on me once I stopped drinking and I was like, Oh, that's why like I didn't realize how much of an effect alcohol had on me sexually. Like alcohol actually numbed my whole sex drive and I didn't realize it. You're kidding. For a long time I'm like, You think because you were covering up your emotions? Yeah, and it was all this where I was like, How come I'm not like, you know, like sitting here with like, oh, I wanna get laid. Oh, ugh. I'm like, no, I'm not feeling any of that at all that's not what you wanted in the first place yeah but i wasn't feeling any sort of like i was kind of just doing it i was going through the the motions like doing it because i think i'm supposed to be doing stuff like or whatever going after and i just was like i had no clue but i had no feeling no motivation or feeling about six months into like uh like sobriety i started like when my body started like kind of healing itself and back all of a sudden i'm having these uh feelings i'm like Dude, I'm horny, man. What the fuck? Oh, shit. Fuck. And what were you horny for? Everything? Anything, dude. I was just like horny. Right? I'm like, yo. Um, if you can fuck it, you're fucking it. I'm like, oh, shit. And it didn't. Then at that <laughs> As point, I talk I'm like, about on my Twitter, I make guys fuck really weird things. Right. Then I'm like, at that point, I'm like, I don't know how to do this, man. I'm really bad at it. How do I go out and just get laid? <laughs> So it, it it was like a lot of things, but I, I, I slowly like picked apart everything and was just like, now I'm at a, in a better place now, you know, and then the that. pandemic happened and cock blocked me and I'm like, oh, fuck. I know now you have, well, you've had now nothing but time to think about yourself and like what you want, what you want to be, who you yeah. want, who you could flirt with. Yeah. So, but there's sometimes you just feel lonely and you just like. You just want some sort of like kink or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine all the bunged up uh, real time guys that like, you know, we're, we're, we're again, once again, 
sex workers coming to the rescue in the fucking times of COVID. You got OnlyFans, you got online, you get to watch, you get to watch all these beautiful women. Right, actually. Men, like, beautiful people, beautiful trans people, everything. Yeah, actually, We're, again, godsends. Yeah. yeah, actually, you know, there a couple, uh, a, you know, a couple accounts on OnlyFans really helped me out during this time, you know? Really? Yeah, and I was just like, all right, I like the way she Love looks, it. you know, blah, 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 you know, and it was a good release, you know, just to look at that, you know, and stuff like that. So what do you jerk to then? Mm-hmm. So, so, you know, some of the OnlyFans stuff. Uh, girls or guys? No, nah, girls. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, really so don't. really? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of the things that I jerk to is just in my <laughs> mind. I can do that. So you don't even need the visual or do you just like look at it, it inspires you and then you go do your own thing. Then I can like make a movie in my head or something like that. Really? (laughs) Oh, because you're a creative. Yeah. Like, and and a lot of times it's like, it's, it's, it's women that I know too. Like, I don't know if that's bad or not, but. Dirty bitch. (laughs) Naughty little biscuit. (laughs) You are a dirty Dirty boy, Kelly. Mm. Hmm. <laughs> I think we've established that. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, to- I'm totally a dirty boy. Yeah, I know. I know you're probably going to be seeing the doctor tonight when you go to sleep too. Oof. Can't wait. <laughs> so, doctor's orders, Kelly. Doctor's orders. So kind of, uh, let's go back a little bit. Like, how did you even get into this? Uh, in a nutshell, um, I was in the entertainment business and the music industry back when the music industry existed and then Napster came and took over and then right. long went my job and then kind of got started onto this whole I was on this like a work for a phone sex thing. And then somebody told me about this one site called Keen, which is now Nightflirt. And it was a long time ago, like I'm like founding online femdom part of that crew. Um, There was OG. There was like at the time, I don't know, maybe seriously 20 of us, 20 of us. Um, When Twitter first started, there was like 20 of us that still. Yeah. It's pretty crazy if you like find figure if I whatever link you out to the old schools, um, and oh okay just because I it, it, I just got on you know people are like how do you get really big in the femdom thing now it's like if you needed to start like like all the big onliner like Sierra Lynch type Jessica whatever they you know have accumulated accumulated many many years of client anyway sorry i segued out uh so just kind of got into it um first was tried the regular phone sex thing as i was searching for another mid-career and then uh started with this somebody asked for humiliation and i was like wait a minute what kind of thing and then I started delving into it and like looking on Google and I had like printed out sheets because at the time there was very little information on this that you could find on Google. Right. And studied it and then was like all these words like cuckolding this, that. And 
made a thing on Night Flirt and kind of went from there. And then I used to hire models and I have other websites that are other women that I play. And it just like blew up. And then uh, I never went back to looking. Well, first of all, the music industry was collapsing. And I wasn't going to find a job. I was making more money at that time, which was crazy than I ever had in corporate America with an expense account, the whole deal. And I was like, fuck this. Why would I go back to to that and i've sustained it for you know over 15 years so yeah and this dr lovejoy thing is only maybe three years old and i used to never show my face or anything because i had other personas the only reason is because when i was doing a radio show i knew that i was either somebody was going to out me or so i was going to out myself before right. you know like at a convention someone's gonna they're gonna see what i look like and be like ah oh, that's what she looks like Blah. so i you know just be, was like fuck it i'm gonna just beat that to the punch and just show my face as you know you know i don't do nude or show any puss or tits or ass or any of that because my voice is my pussy <laughs> right and and that's that was another thing i wanted to ask is like when when you know you have people that want to like start being a femdom and one of the things that definitely uh attracted me to you was your voice and that's like your bread and butter is your voice like how important is it to like have an actual good voice to be successful in this and to be able to use that voice like you were saying before like you you know you talk in a certain way like in in certain cadence and like like it's a rhythm like it's a beat you know and stuff like that how important is is having a good voice and being able to use it to like be successful in all of this. Well, I think it depends on what your uh, bread and butter, like, you know, I think if you're an unbelievably hot woman and physically on the outside, no one's listening to you anyway. So, you know, if, if there's something, if it's visual, I think that, you know, these things don't, you know, of course who wouldn't want it all, Right. But um, I think you're perfect. for phone sex, I think it's important. Uh, I've heard of a look, I listen to a lot of people do interview, interviewed many dozens and dozens of people who just sit there and go, um, mm, uh, uh, and I think that's a huge turnoff. I think ter- um, accents can be, I, yeah, I think it's important. I think bad accents are a turnoff. Yeah. Uh, or just, People who can't pronounce a lot of words properly turn off. So yeah, as a phone sex artist and an erotic artist, I think having a a good voice, good diction, nice cadence is important. Was there anything that that, um, you learned in the music industry that you brought over to this? Fuck yeah. In fact, if I didn't, if I only knew what I knew now, and brought that backwards music <laughs> industry, which is a male dominated industry, which, you know, it was, I was the only girl on my, in my department, I was the only female who was not an assistant oh. in my department. It was pretty unbelievable. And then at that time there, it was crazy. Like there would be parties that, none of the assistants could go to but they were my friends and they were like my age and they couldn't go to but i would it was it was it was not fun 
I it was not fun for me at all in that I respect. Bet. Like, to um, yeah, totally. Yeah, that was not cool. But what was I gonna do? Um, I'm sorry. Would you ask me again? No, I just forgot. Was there anything that you learned in music that? You oh, the music. What, what? Yeah, yeah. I learned how to talk to men because my job was getting and getting men to do what I want because get my job was radio so it was getting my artists whatever band I work with and getting radio guy if you were the program director getting you program director to do whatever you know like hey I know my son my band really sucks but I need you to you know play that this week <laughs> and I all you know that pretty much every program director and music director at that time were it was male dominated so i was on a daily basis all day long calling music directors program directors with ease like i can talk to i can pick up the phone and talk to anybody anytime with no it, it, no shine nothing i will talk with whatever so yeah i that skill of being able to pick up and not only that but i you know there was no cam at the time so picking up skill, the picking up nuances in people's voices okay. and you can listen, you can listen to people, but you have to listen to yeah. people and I can pick up on anything. I don't need to see you to pick up on it. I can hear it all in there. So that technique, yeah, that was a huge, huge thing. And I did it for a long time. So it was like a snap for me to, I'm not shy on the phone. Wasn't then. So that was a big one huge thing and learning to manipulate men or manipulate people and right. it was all you know it's any kind of it was sales it's basically a sales sales gig yeah right and at the time you know when you're doing phone sex or whatever you're, you're trying to keep them on by the minute and upsell them so as right, i'm right. talking to you on the phone i'm trying to i'm getting you to I'm not trying i'm getting like, you to I buy gotta leave no no yeah you know, <laughs> you know, you're like, oh, like, you but first I want you to buy like five audios and then they do it. And then that's, you know, great. So I just upped that whole call for, but anyway, so yeah, that's the kind of, that is, those are amazing techniques that I learned from the music. What kind of music are you into? Oh, so stupid to say now, like Sansa Dom, but I'm, I truly am. I'm, Again, I'm, my background is from the music industry. I am into everything. I, I've seen a little bit of everything. Right. I've heard everything. So I would never want to pigeonhole myself. I'm the same way. Put myself in a yeah, yeah, and that I can, I can listen to as I always say. Like I'll listen to the Dick, Dixie Chicks to fucking Bach to, you know, Paulo. What, okay, what's what's the to, first to Wu Tang? Yeah, Wu Tang Clan. Yeah. Yeah. What's the what, what's the first album that you remember listening to and loving? And what age were you? Oh, um, uh, first album loving um, a kid, like a, a, a preschool album. <laughs> uh, actually, really, I mean, if you really want to, if you really want to go back, it'd probably be like Disco Duck or something. You know, probably some like actual record from. <laughs> or my journey or the Bee Gees, if you want to go way back. Um, but my personal stash, there was uh, Prince Duran Duran. Mm -hmm. um, I was mad into like Duran Duran. Um, Prince, though, is my number one in uh, 
my one of my one of my first concerts at 13 purple rain tour oh nice 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 yeah i'm a huge prince fan right uh so yeah i've seen it all prince the dead dylan um yeah I, i'm all over the place like right. you know when you grow when you are kind of raised with a musical background it's hard to I, i've seen so much i've heard it so yeah i love it so yeah my favorite out prince so my how are you, how are you like as a kid? Like what was your upbringing? Um, kind of interesting, very, uh, a little spoiled, uh, kind of Jewish princessy. Okay. Uh, with some little musical, I, I, a friend of mine's, my best friend's mother dated a rock star at the time so uh that was a huge influence on me i don't say who it is um so like i said i i've been around a lot i've seen around a lot uh yeah an interesting childhood nice yeah my, my... Uh, it brings me to being the freak that i am today perfect perfect my my first album that I ever loved, like the first artist I ever loved was, was Jimi Hendrix. And I was six years old and I'd heard stuff on the radio and my mom bought this uh, cassette. They had two albums on it. It had Are You Experienced and Access Bold as Love on it. And uh, that was the first artist. And then shortly after that was also Def Leppard, which is Def Leppard. Really? Is, Def Leppard is still my favorite band of all time. Oh, wait. Like, really? Yeah. So, like, when I was, like, six, seven years old, I had all the all four of the albums from uh, Def Leppard uh, from the 80s. Um, that was, like, my main listening, like, then. And then, like, a few years later, when I when I turned about, like, 11, 12, that's when I started getting into hip-hop. Interesting. You know, the, pre-COVID, there was supposed to be a tour I was dying to go to this summer. I think it was Motley Crue, Def Leppard, and one other act. Yeah, there was, was like, like, there was like four. Um, it might have been Poison, then it was probably... Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, then yeah, it was, was probably... It. Um, um, uh, there's one other band that Def Leppard always takes out with them. Um, I wanted to go to that so bad. <laughs> no, yeah, I went to... Um, I've never seen Def Leppard up close because every time I go, like, they're, 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 the tickets to their show are always expensive. And now, yeah, it's ridiculous. And all the pre, there's like a million pre-sales though for credit card companies and stuff like that. Blah blah blah. That by the time they're on sale, like all the good seats are. I know it's because like the bots and shit though do it. You it's know, like, bots, brokers. Yeah, so stupid. I just I just end up getting like a cheap seat anyway. Like um, still fun. Who cares? It's still fun, you know. So I've seen them a bunch of times, but it took me a long time to finally see them. Like I think um. First time I saw them was like the early two thousands, um, and uh, you know we have this we have this uh, place here in Michigan called um well it was called Pine Knob, but it's um called DT Energy Theater. It's outside like it's one of those like outside oh, cool. arenas where there's a lawn and everything like that. So that was like the first time I got to see them. But the funny thing is I went back to see them again, and after all the pre sales and everything. Like all they had left was they had the pavilion, but towards the back and those seats were like $150. But if you go like 10 feet away is the lawn. 
and those were like 20. <laughs> so I was just like, man. So stupid. I'm just going to, I'm just going to go like whatever. Hey, get that lawn. What's the best concert you've ever seen? Ooh, oh, 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 shoot. There's a few. Um, There was this time. All right, we've got to. I gotta think about this, man. It's been the one that sticks out in my mind, and it's like it's really lucky that I got to see this. Like, it's, it's crazy. Um, this was probably the 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 mid '90s, so I was like, uh, I was a teenager. My brother, my older brother, took me. It was at our state fair, the Michigan State Fair. They'd always have concerts there. James Brown and Little Richard. Oh shit! That was okay. Incredible. That sounds like a game changer. Yeah, like that. And at the time, I didn't realize what I was really, really realized what I was going to see. Until hindsight, I'm like, holy shit! Like I saw that is fucking cool. And Little Richard was hilarious, man. Like I was busting the gut laughing the whole time. And um, so I, yeah, I think that was like. There's like other great shows that I've been to, but that one always sticks out in my mind is like, oh. that's a classic. That's like a, you're lucky to have seen that. Yeah. I think, I think another, I think another, I think another one that I, uh, is on the top of my list is when I saw D'Angelo. Um, this was when voodoo. Interesting. Came out. It, was, it was when voodoo came out. So it was like 2000. It was at another outdoor, outdoor venue in Detroit called Shane park. Um, and I, I was really close for that shit. Like, and also like, um, a Detroit hip hop group, uh, slum village also. Um, so it was like a great show all around. Are you a Lenny Kravitz fan? No, the funny thing is I hated Lenny Kravitz for the longest time, Really? but, but I've, I've come around like for the longest time. I just thought he was like a Jimi Hendrix ripoff. He's so good live, though. But yeah, I, I kind of got around. I'm like, why am I hating on this dude, man? Why am I hating? Because like, you just wa- you wanted to hate him. I wanted to wanted. hate him. Yeah, you just wanted to hate him. But I got rid of a lot of my hate when it comes to you music grew up. And stuff like you that. grew up. I grew up. There's only like a couple people that I just really hate in music, but who? My number one hate is Diplo. Yeah. <laughs> Not a fan. He's a culture vulture. Not a fan. What about, what do you think of Lady Gaga? Oh, I love Lady Gaga. Um, I love her. How about Free Britney? Did you watch the documentary? No, I haven't yet. So. I mean, oh my God, come on. I, I, I really know. I mean, I'm are you kidding? You, you need to watch fucking the Britney thing. I definitely do. Cause like, I definitely lived through like watching that whole yeah, thing. Yeah, this, it's so your thing. Like yeah. you need to watch the Britney thing. Right, right, right. Wait, wait, what are you listening to now? And free Britney. What are you, what are you listening to now these days? Like what, what's like, I don't know, in your iPod or Spotify or whatever, record player. Or whatever. Oh my God. Do you want to know really how lazame I am? The late, the two, the two last things that I listened to, uh, the latest thing is, um, I did just listen to the Taylor Swift remade song. Cause I think it's brilliant that she, do you know about what she's doing? Yeah. You know, taking, taking back her. To, yeah. 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 Uh, listen to that single. It's fantastic. And the other latest, I mean, I'm just throwing out my full honesty. My other latest last download is <clears throat> the latest Weezer. Okay. Yeah. Look at, you're like, really? Yeah, I know. A little, you're like, huh. Doesn't even make sense, does it? 
I'm like I'm trying to figure out like stuff I can recommend to you because like that's what like I naturally yeah do you know yeah I'm I'm like all over the place you know and I I honestly I listen to a lot of I I don't even have like a lot of music going right now I'm a, I'm a big Howard Stern fan right. and I got a, I got a lot of hours to catch up on my man my crew <laughs> my team do you listen are you a Howard Stern show fan I was back in the day like when they would uh, um when you could watch it on TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And okay, that, it's, it's it's different now, but, but yeah, well, not could, really. But when I could watch it on TV, yeah. like on like E or whatever, like I used to like, I used to watch that. But since then, I really haven't followed. Like, like to me, that's to me that's too much content. I don't know if I can. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like I like I like, like I love the pop culture content. Um, I also will listen to. Uh, I re I'm more into like like a I like the Friday night like D nice house parties. Okay, yeah. Um, you know, like stuff like that. I, I kind of just prefer that. Like, I'd rather just like jam out than. Uh, I, I, I'm honestly I'm listening to my own fucking voice honestly all day. I take a lot of calls, so I don't listen to a lot. Right like, after I'm busy, I kind of try to tune the world out, and I don't want to hear shit. So, or else it's like talk, either talk at me, tell me, tell me stories, or uh, I just need to go blank. I need to be like, yeah, I feel you. I'm the same way. Sometimes yeah. I just like, I need like silent. Like there's some days where I just want to listen to music, but then there's some days I just want, I'll just listen to podcasts because I just want people to talk to me. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like Stern is like my, you know, since it's like a four hour show. Right. That 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 can take me days to get through. So that's my equivalent of listening to like a, a of a podcast kind of thing. God, he'd slap me sideways if he heard me call that show a podcast. But, is is, uh, is Howard Stern like your go to? Like when you don't know what you want to listen to, you want to listen to something, or it's kind of like your. I don't listen. I hate repeats. I I only listen to shit I haven't listened to before. Right. So if I've already done that, then I'm I'm on music and i actually like to do um I'm at apple music i feel like i'm a fucking commercial right now uh if i was listening to my apple music i like to do the radio or, or international hits i like to know what's going on uh elsewhere oh yeah 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 so i like the international mixes and i don't really try to like rehash older music these days I'd rather just kind of see what's up and what people are listening to. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, but nothing, I feel like these aren't the times like it was in yesteryears of holding on to a band and like loving it with all your life. It's single to single. And I personally don't care about a lot of the stuff out now. Like, but see, not my but see with me, like, just cause like what I've built with music and everything and music community, <laughs> Like I kind of go for like, like the really indie artists, like the people who are DIY, the people are her like local, not even local. They could be anywhere, but they're just putting it, putting it on their like, okay, I'm really big into Detroit stuff. Like I'm like a historian when it comes to that, you know, and I got another podcast that's just that, you know, and, but when it comes to other things, like I like finding those smaller artists you know that you can have that sort of old school sort of feeling with them because they're yes. they're still they're still um you know talking with the fans they're doing stuff with the fans yeah. um because you know that's that's how they got to build themselves but they're like 
but they love doing it, you know? So like, I, that's why, that's why I buy records all the time, man, because it's like, I'm Ugh. finding that type, type of stuff, you know, all the time. Vinyl. We love vinyl. Yeah. You get vinyl? You buy vinyl? Oh, not anymore. Um, okay. But like when I was like a music junkie and I, I, I'm so like, now I'm like irritated thinking about it. My mother threw it, look at me getting all angry. My mom threw you know, I haven't lived at home in a thousand years. My mom at some point threw out all, threw out my fucking records. And let me just tell you, I had a, some fucking amazing picture vinyl. Yeah. Like I had some, unbelievably the coolest cool it's all gone and she also um threw out all of my concert shirts oh that hurts oh you don't even know yeah i can't i never even talk about it because it's like just too much i don't even like it makes me angry yeah i understand so, that hurts oh man so yeah i had so much cool i had like cool clear oh my god one of my coolest was um the Madonna al it was the Madonna album when which one was it with the she had jewels on whatever it was clear vinyl and her naked across it with just like jewels oh and by the way you'll love this about me because I know you have a crush my my growing up when when you're asked how I was raised I worked at record stores my whole life as in when record stores were record stores yeah. you know like back in real record store days as in i clicked cassettes out of oh long. yeah yeah do you even know what i'm talking about oh like, i totally do like i'm yeah oh, yeah like from a long young age i used to go to the the real record okay stores. yeah yeah music oh you're from the midwest so you know music land yeah music sam, land yeah sam goody sam goody yep, yep okay record shop anyway yeah like then we had yeah. then we had our mom and pop joints too man that were yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah exactly but i'm giving you like the commercial so yeah Anyway, um, yeah. So when I say like, I was even I was in the flinging records before I was actually even in the real music business. So anyway, yeah, uh, I loved loved all of it, and yeah, oh, your I understand records, your oh, loss. And I, I think it's super cool. There's one record store like left in my neighborhood here in Los Angeles, and I always like to see who's going in and out and. There is nothing like that snap and pop of a record. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, As with, especially with jazz and you know, yeah, like you need the sizzle and the pop and the. Yeah, my yeah, yeah I've been I've been like buying old like seven inches and forty fives of stuff like Detroit, mm. like soul and punk hardcore and stuff like, and a lot of that has like the little crackle, the, the sizzle in it, right? Sizzle into it, yeah. yeah. See, it's shocking. I'm a sex worker and I can talk about music. I know it makes your fucking head. Now, now, I, now I just have a crush yeah. on you. Like, now mm. I just have a crush. Before I was just like a friend crush. Now I got a full blown crush. And I'm like, shh. I know it's those other little extra dynamics that just ratchet up a little notch. Right. I'm like, oh, she worked in a record store. Oh, fuck. I know. I know, I know. All right, you want to know one more? I'm going to give you one last good tidbit about me before I have to leave. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Because this will this will blow you up, and you're you're in Detroit, so you'll appreciate. Okay, I was way into techno and raves when raves and techno were raves and techno. Right, right. And I'm talking like, are you into that? Like. 
I, me- oh, like, I, I me- love that whole I miss like, Chicago that. house scene. I, I okay. kind of miss that part, like in Detroit, like um, it was just a little before my time where you'd have like. And you never listened to it, like you didn't really. No, I did. I did until like I did. Well, not I probably started maybe two thousand and three ish was when I really started kind of, you know, digging into that. And like early in my when I started DJing around that time, like a lot of my first gigs were in the <clears> electronic <throat> music scene in like little after hour spots, but they weren't. Like, do you remember Genko jeans? Oh yeah. 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 Okay. 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 <laughs> yeah. So, Cross colors, Carl can I, but I, but I'd never went to like the, like the really rave rave the underground, like, the, like, like the stuff that was like in the nasty warehouses flyers. in Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. I got to do all the good nasty warehouses, which is funny because like, I, again, I don't talk about it because none of nobody who's following me, is half of them are way too young and don't wouldn't don't even know what that they think that like the shit now because i think coachella is a rave they don't know like right what is she talking about full deep house like yeah so um i was once that person just fyi i know i know you you were just just shocking you just as i like to say i was once formerly cool you're still cool yeah, I'm a different kind of cool, but like I was, I was once really, I was ahead of the curve. Yeah. Always, always, always. Yeah. Do you do you remember? Do you even know what smart drinks are or were? Did they even have that? Smart drinks. No. See, Google that shit. The the raves or whatever we went to, that was like the thing. They were called smart drinks, and it was bullshit. <laughs> it was just like vitamin powder because you know there were no booze and. It certainly wasn't the same drug scene as it is now. So yeah, Google smart drinks. <laughs> you got me on that one. I don't. I, I don't. I don't remember that. But um. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good times to be at. So that's that was you. That was your secret snippet uh, interview bit that I've never discussed with anyone because I usually don't I discuss. Usually I don't have talk to music lovers. That. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know yeah. I know you got to get going. So uh, it's been a great, great time um, talking with you. Thank you so much, Kelly, for letting me get fresh with you. Oh, you can get fresh with me anytime. Well, let's get fresh again. Oh, anytime, anytime. So um, before we get out of here, you know, where can people go online to get more information about you and all of your services? Well, you can find me on Twitter at Femdom Therapy, or you can just Google Dr. Lovejoy and Humiliation on Google, and you'll find me there. Allmylinks.com forward slash, or is it backslash, uh, Dr. Lovejoy. You know, just Google me. As, they, as the kids say, Google me. Hey, hey, Google me. Hey, Google me. Yeah, just Google me, man, you know. Hey, Google me. Got two Googles. Hey, me. hey. Google Thank me. you so much for having me on your awesome show. I think you are really awesome. I love that you're open to sex workers and you are bringing sex workers into your show, adding a whole new dynamic and exposing your audience to something new. And thank thanks you. for being so open. Oh, you're thank a gem. you. It's been a joy talking with you. Like I'm. Did you feel the love? I'm over the moon right now. Oh. Feel the love and the joy. Thank you for listening to the Fresh of the Word podcast. Hosted and produced by myself, Kelly K. Fresh Frazier. 
and powered by Anchor at anchor.fm slash Fresh of the Word. Fresh of the Word theme music provided by Steve O. You can find more of his productions at imsteveo.bandcamp.com and that's E-Y-E-A-M-S-T-E-V-E-O.bandcamp.com. Fresh of the Word is available on all major streaming platforms. Please rate and review on Apple Podcasts and Stitcher. If you want to support Fresh of the Word, please consider pledging via Patreon at patreon.com slash Fresh of the Word. Follow Fresh of the Word on social media on Twitter at Fresh of the Pod, on Instagram at Fresh of the Word Podcast, and join the Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash Fresh of the Word. For more information about Fresh of the Word and our other podcasts, Breaking Records and Renaissance Soul, and a collection of pop culture articles and reviews, please visit freshofthepodcast.com. Thank you for listening and your support. Goodbye and good night. Fresh is the word.